and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, welcome, sisters. Riley, you're uh, sounding a little tired. I know. I just want to apologize to everyone. This is not me trying to sound cool or hip. Uh, this is me <laughs> after after two days Heaven of tech. Forbid. This is me after two days of tech week, and I'm very tired, and I think I'm sick, or it's just allergies, or I'm just like, you know physically exhausted something in there but yeah well we'll we'll excuse your voice this week thank you i I think it sounds fine but i'm one of those millennials that aren't bothered by vocal fry (laughs) i don't i don't really notice it i think you just sound tired and that's pretty standard for you yeah that's true i always (laughs) sound tired um speaking of things that sound cool riley before we get into the episode i found a list right before we started recording of um, teen text speak codes that every parent should know. Uh-huh. Uh, it was under an article titled New Sexting Codes <laughs> <laughs> that parents should be aware of. And I found that interesting. So I, I wanted to know if some of these were accurate. Okay. Uh, first of all, I will say that this list does include things like LOL, which, guys, if you think that's new... <laughs> Or if you think that's inappropriate. Yeah, you're not paying attention if, if you think, like, we've never before texted GTG. Like, for the first time yeah. ever, teens are texting got to go like crazy. <laughs> and it's very offensive to everyone. Uh, but I have not heard of some of these. Uh, for instance, 1174. I don't know what that means. Apparently, <laughs> if you text that to somebody, it means meet at a party spot. <laughs> I want to know what part of that means meet at a party spot. I don't know. Meet at a party spot. And also, what's a, a Prius- party? What's a party spot? Is like there a pre-established any? party spot in every teen area? Does any party spot or the one that you agreed on before you texted? Then how do you agree on it? Not in text. Not in text. Oh. Um, now, there's another one on here I know, and that's uh, 420. 420 blazes. Yeah. So that... Oh. Although on this list, it just says marijuana reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's one. Okay. Is this true? This seems this seems helpful if I were a teen that was trying to do inappropriate things that I didn't want my parents to know about. Nine, nine. I don't know what that red means. Red balloons. <laughs> <laughs> I have red balloons. I have red balloons. <laughs> the, the Russians are about to attack. <laughs> Or it's time I'm to 1174 one. at a party spot. <laughs> uh, 9 9 means parents are gone. Oh. How? I don't know. How? <laughs> uh, or if you just say 9 or you say CD 9, like code 9, that means that parents are around. That seems like one that could easily get confused. Easily get confused. And maybe should be more different. <laughs> and could mess up the 1174. <laughs> If your parents' house is the party spot. Right. These are a lot of numbers to remember. Teens aren't good at remembering things or remembering them correctly. I don't know why we're trusted with this. Well, I will tell you one that I remember on here is ASL, which of course means, you remember, Tay, from the chat room days, A slash S slash L. Applesauce lettuce. What? No. Age, sex, location. Yes, that's old as can be. That's not. Do you guys still? How would you use that in a text? Yeah, no. That's like a creepy AOL chat thing that you got asked when someone was didn't want to talk about Sailor Moon with you. No, no, you don't. Why would you ever text a friend ASL? (laughs) (laughs) I just forgot. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) I forgot your gender. It happens. Now, there's one uh, CU46. I could figure that one out. (laughs) By reading it out loud. Which seems Uh. unnecessary because if you're sending the text that means CU46, you've already figured out like where and when. At the 1174. At the 1174, this is going to go down. So you're just kind of like, instead of saying like later, you're like CU46. Which seems like an easy thing. If I were, I mean, I'm a mom. And if I picked up your phone, Riley, and I were like, see you four, six, Riley. <laughs> like, I think I'd figure that. I'm not. 
They interviewed parents when they put this article together, and one mom was like, I don't know, it just looks like a bunch of numbers and letters smashed together. <laughs> <laughs> like, who are these parents? They, these are fake parents. Yeah. These are pretend moms. Another was like, we should just not let them have internet. <laughs> well, well. No, apparently it's numbers that are dangerous. Just don't let them have numbers. No numbers. Well, no numbers. I don't know, because they letters, too, because if you say G-N-O-C... That sounds like a superhero movie I haven't seen or yet. Or like Girls Night Out Crew. No. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. That does sound nice. No, it actually means get naked on cam. Oh. Which, oh. on, like, your phone camera? Probably, like, your computer camera? Right. I don't. I think you would just be sitting there looking at it going, g-knock, knock, nope. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> no, like, that is like a good villain name. <laughs> <laughs> I have summoned good knock. Take off your clothes. <laughs> now, Riley, I bet you're going to know this one. What's a Finsta? It's a fake Instagram. And are those used for sex? I don't know. <laughs> no. They're usually, sex just, they're usually just used for people to post like whatever they want and they only let certain people follow them and they can post like, you know, embarrassing pictures or stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. But not, not, you know. Do you have a Finsta? I don't. Oh, okay. It seems pointless to me. But you wouldn't tell me if you had a Finsta because P-A-L. Because I'm your pal? No, because parents are listening. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, got that one. That's yeah. helpful. That's true for our podcast always, so uh-huh. keep that in mind. I don't know. I, I I think these seem, like one in particular that seemed pretty cumbersome was TWD. The Walking Dead? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which means texting while driving. Why are you texting that? Like you're already being insanely dangerous and you need to stop texting while driving. Why did you take the time to also to text that you're texting you're while driving? <laughs> oh, that's dumb. Don't text while you're driving, everyone. I was going to say teens, but everyone. Everyone. Listen, just teens. Everybody. So um, it also covers some emojis. Obviously, we've talked about the eggplant before. That Sydney is unaware of. That was unfamiliar. And it, and it affirms your belief that the peach is a butt a reference. Butt. A butt is a butt. There was a, like a, a campaign, like an ad campaign going on for a minute there. I think it was by one of uh, Bud Light's many flavored Ritas. I believe it was a peach Rita. Mm-hmm. And they had an app where you could design your own peach emoji. Like make it as voluptuous or shiny as you wish. Aww. It was really been strange times. <laughs> <laughs> I remember for a while when they updated all the emojis on Apple, they made the peach one less butt-like and made it more actual peach-like, and people got very upset, so they changed it back to a regular butt. I like that. I like that not only are people so in need of an emoji that looks like a butt, that they would go the extra length to, I need an emoji that looks like my butt. My butt. I need one that I feel reflects my personal butt. Have you all seen people saying... Like, on Twitter, like, we need these emojis, and it's where now on certain emojis you can change the skin tone and, like, hair color of different uh, people emojis. They're asking for the peach emoji to be able to change skin color. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's not how peaches work. If we're going to do that, let's just not make it a peach. Let's just make it it a a butt. butt. (laughs) Let's just have a butt emoji and make it multicultural. But, I mean, we don't question the color of the eggplant, and that's a very disturbing visual. (laughs) 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 Oh, I don't want to think about that. So, So, this isn't what we're talking about this week at all. No, I just found that, and it was just too good. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's just too good. Watch out, parents. New sexting codes. (laughs) But, I mean, apparently they're, like, learning math or some stuff to do it, (laughs) so don't worry about it. That's, like, long division to tell somebody that you want to smooch. (laughs) And I'm sorry, kids, but your your, your texting codes, your sexting codes, whatever you want to call them, are never going to be as complicated as the beeper codes of the 90s were. Because all you had were numbers mm-hmm. and a very limited amount of them. Those were much more complicated. So. I'm going to use some of these codes on my friends later. Like, well, one's having four and see what they say. See if we all end up at a party spot. <laughs> You're going to text them and then they're going to text you an hour later and go, we're at the party spot. Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? 
<laughs> and then Riley's gonna have to go, where's the party spot? <laughs> I didn't know. This is all an elaborate joke. I just wanted to find out where the party spot was. You know what one party spot is? What? Uh, uh, amusement parks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me about those party spots, Sid. That's our other cool teens party, right? Yeah. That's right. That's what we really were supposed to talk about. Yeah. But we're, we're 10 minutes in. Yeah. Well, so that's cool. Probably we had to get around to it. The sex scene thing it was just too good. Yeah. So I think that going to amusement parks or I guess also theme parks are theme now are theme parks under the umbrella of amusement parks or are they the one difference of a theme park and amusement park? I think a theme park has a theme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like like Disney is a theme park, but like But it's also an amusement park because I'm pretty sure while you are there you are there to be amused. You are amused. <laughs> I but like Kings Island isn't a theme park, right? Cuz it's not like one big theme. It right. has Snoopy Land, though. Which is, that's a theme. Ooh. Well, it seems like Disney World is an amusement park composed of tiny theme parks. If, like, for real. Yeah. So it, uh, mm. so maybe theme they parks. There are theme parks because, like, you have the Magic Kingdom, and you have Animal Kingdom, and you have Epcot, and you have Hollywood well, And, like, Studios. Frontierland. They, like, the park itself yeah. breaks down to little places. So I was imagining amusement parks as a giant like header and then a subheader of theme parks underneath amusement parks and then i was thinking maybe it's a venn diagram where the two intersect but really theme parks are a circle underneath they're inside the circle of amusement so all theme parks are amusement parks but not all amusement parks are theme parks is that what we've decided because i would have said backwards like squares and rectangles I, hmm. i think that's i would i would agree with that i think i think they're all they're all amusement parks they're not all theme parks Okay. Because I would still say if it is a theme park, it is still a place for amusement. Yeah. But if it is an amusement park, it might not be a place for a theme. <laughs> like, Universal. Well, some places are just a bunch of roller coasters. Yeah, Universal has, like, Universal Studios, which is just a bunch of roller coasters. But then you have the Islands of Adventure, where you have, like, Superhero Land, and you have Harry Potter World. Well, yeah, but, like, Universal Studios does have, like, I mean, like, their theme is movie. <laughs> Well, I hmm. think uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you go and it's like a bunch of movies. Like, there's the, the, I don't even know what rides they have now. There's the <laughs> ET ride. Does that still exist? I guess that's true. I Back know, I to the future. Thinking, is that still there? <laughs> I was thinking more of like a like a theme. You know, like a solid theme. Like Harry Potter World. That's a theme. That is a that's a solid theme. Like right. Like superhero land of Universal yes. Studios. That's a that's a solid. That theme. is a solid theme. You're transported. Yes. You're yeah. transported into the world of Harry Potter for a quick minute now, of amusement. The the theme park, the mm. amusement park, excuse me, that we went to most often, I would say, as teenagers, was our local, well, no, not our local. I was going to say our it local. It's a Camden Park. No, no. I, we do have made of a thousand-year-old wood. <laughs> we, do, we do have uh, an amusement park. It's definitely not a theme park, unless the theme is like, the theme is you might not make it out alive tetanus and fear for your life i don't yes no we shouldn't be so hard on camden park well Um, i mean it's 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 just very old ways if you're ever in the area and want to you know have a genuine thrill of whether or not you're going (laughs) to make it off a roller coaster or not go to camden park i mean they've got corn dogs yeah they do have them. They have a log flume. <laughs> I, I personally, my favorite was the haunted house. Um, and I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that hasn't experienced it yet. But there's this one part where you <laughs> go by this wall that just everybody's throwing their gum on, and it's under a black light, and so it's this giant mosaic of glowing gobs of gum, <laughs> and it's never been cleaned. No. It, and the thing is. It's well. It is pretty terrifying. I will say this: if we're talking about things that are scary, you, the thing in this part of the ride, because you're in like a little mine cart as you go through it. As you go towards it, it makes it look like you're going to run straight into the wall, and then it does like a sharp turn to the right at the last second. So that's the that's the scary part. You think you're going to crash into the wall, but it is way scarier because you think I'm about to crash into a wall of like six decades worth of of onyctonian's gum (laughs) wait do you think that maybe this whole time we thought that was just other people was that a design element that was just like 
very mm. like clever like mm, that's what we'll, we'll make it look like a wall of gum because what would be the worst kind of wall to run into that would be really wall. bad <laughs> i don't know if i'd expect so much from the same ride that doesn't have a mechanism to stop the carts and instead relies on people grabbing them as you enter the entrance and that's slowing true. them down that's true they do yeah. grab them and you come out <laughs> I, we should also note, we have not been to Camden Park in a long time. Maybe it's great now. I haven't been there in seven years. So it's been a while. I went on a date there. That oh, was your date? Well, I was in fourth grade. That's okay. all right. <laughs> about right? Yeah, I went with like oh. my safety patrols in yeah. fourth grade. Um, I was too scared to ride the ones that went upside down. In none fourth grade, of, none of them go upside they, down, do they? I don't think they would try that. I don't think that would the be allowed. Space something, the one with the spaceships that spun around in the air and they went upside down. It's like a big wheel of spaceships. Oh, it's like one of those carnival rides. There's a lot of those at Camden Park. It's a lot of like carnival type rides. It is. Know? It is. But then they did get that one roller coaster that was just one single loop. That's literally all it is. Oh, you go right. down, yeah. Go around the loop. Go back up the other side go back is backwards the go around the dipper? loop and go back no the big dipper is terrifying it's one of the oldest wooden roller coasters in the world i don't know how i don't know where it is on that list but it's it's super you think old that's why and it's they all made of wood to do anything about it they want to stay on that list <laughs> so they won't change it they won't improve as, it as you go around corners on that thing it's like because all wooden roller coasters shake like all yeah. of them do that rattly thing but it's just like everything you're watching it sway it's like whoa <laughs> this is gonna be it i have to question the whole pride to be found in being on the oldest roller wooden roller coaster list because that to me when i hear that i'm not like oh excellent i'm like oh my safety is that <laughs> well you know this is incredibly old and made of wood you want to get on it like, maybe not actually <laughs> but the beast at king's island is I, it seems very safe when you're on it and it yep. is old, and it and is it also is, made of wood. It is the I, oldest, isn't I, it? Uh, is it the oldest? I thought it was just the longest. Well, maybe it's the longest. I think it's, the, right. longest. it's the longest. Yeah. So Kings Island was where I was going to take yeah. us there. But we were talking about we, Park for a second. <laughs> that was the closest, like, big amusement park for us here in Huntington. It's in Cincinnati, and it's great. And we love it. And it does have the Beast, the longest wooden roller coaster, which is excellent. And it takes you all out in the forest. I, I think the difference would be... My assumption is that the beast is probably regularly maintained. It's like mm. they put a lot of maintenance into it. Yeah. <laughs> that is always my suspicion. The big yeah. dipper. I don't know. That's that I mean that's the that's the difference. I don't know how much money they got to pour into maintaining that thing. They got a couple like token pieces of old wood somewhere just to keep on that list, but <laughs> most of it's reinforced by now. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, but King's Island was always great because like as a teenager in the summer, if you were back in the day, if you could go with your friends, especially like with a guy that you were into, mm -hmm. it was just the coolest. Like we're at this, we're, we're out here seeking thrills. We're thrill seekers. <laughs> we're out here seeking thrills. We're going to ride these scary roller coasters. We're definitely going to wear a bathing suit underneath our tank top. Why would you do that? Water rides. But then you just, like, get uncomfortable the rest of the day. No, and you can, like, take off your, your human clothes and just walk around in a bathing suit. Like exactly. a park person. <laughs> yeah. People walk around in just their bathing suits at amusement parks? Absolutely. Uh, How long has it been since you've been to an amusement park? At King's Island? Yeah. Especially like bikini the, top and shorts. But then like, how that's you get the on standard. the other rides and not let the little straps, like, like hurt your tummy? Uh, what? Like the straps that like go around like your chest and go around, how do they not pinch you? I mean, if you're just like half naked. Well, oh, like the seatbelts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you usually put your clothes back on before you get on like a legit like spooky ride, but yeah, you, know, you, like you, you keep your shirt with you. You don't abandon your shirt at the door. <laughs> These clothes are wet. I need them no longer. Bathing suit time. <laughs> You just rip them off of you. You explode out of your clothes. You as wear soon as Velcro they get clothes and just peel <laughs> no. them away. No, so that you can ride like the big, the big whatever Whitewater Canyon. That one is my favorite ride. Yeah, at Kings I Island. love that one. Oh um, yeah, yeah. It's a big round raft, and you know, a bunch of people sit in it, and then you go through rapids, and it's great. Yeah, and people and then, <laughs> standing on the edge can shoot you. Yeah, what is it? After it's over, you get to seek revenge. Yeah, that's Has the best that, part. 
sign over the entrance. You will get wet. You may get soaked. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. I mean, it's a fair warning. You will get wet. (laughs) You're in a raft in the water. You may get soaked. It was way better than the log flume. The log flume is just the one big splash, but this one's like nonstop. Many medium-sized splashes. I'm not a big fan of the log flume because it's a lot of buildup for just somebody like throwing a bucket of water on you. Like that's it, kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. You get on that last big hill and it's like thrilling, thrilling, really Ooh. wet. <laughs> and it also depends on where you're sitting because if you're sitting kind of towards the back or on one of the sides, you probably won't get that wet. Yeah. So you're probably just like going down a hill. It's like, oh, that mist was nice. And I always loved like trying to figure out I don't know if everybody did this, or if this was just our family. Dad always did this. Oh, like, I know, I know, what you're gonna say where to sit, like the weight of, you know what I'm saying? To, to Dad get the would maximum always, sploosh. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Dad would always try to figure like, but if you sit in the back, but no, wait, if we wait down the front, then I mean, like trying to figure out like where the water's gonna go. <laughs> I think this was Dad just being a grown man wanting the front seat instead, of <laughs> and he would say, "Oh no, no, if I sit in the front, we're gonna get a better splash." I'm like, "Okay, cool, you sit up." Dad. <laughs> my favorite experience with that was at i think it was universal there's a jurassic park area mm-hmm. and there's a ride on it it's just a water ride like you it's not designed to get you wet like it's just like a ride that goes through the water it's like you're going into jurassic park and oh no the dinosaurs are on the loose and you're going through the water and dad again tried to figure out where we're gonna get the biggest splash <laughs> It's like, well, no, Dad, we're not supposed to get wet. We're just riding through the water. Our dad gets hot and very sweaty quickly. So I don't know if this was all just a ploy to, like, have as many opportunities to get get cooled off at the theme park as possible. That's Um, also probably true. Our our best eating experience uh, at an amusement park. (laughs) Taylor, Taylor wasn't with us, was she? I mean, for her sake. I'm I glad you were. That she was. I'm glad you missed this. Wait, what? What, what was this? This was Kings Island. Oh. We went there and we ate at what was it called? River, River Town Junction. River Town Junction. It no longer exists. Well, were you there? Wait, was this where the ice cream was different colors, uh-huh. but it was all the same yes. flavor? Uh-huh. Yes, you were there. I was there for this. Okay, okay. sure. This wasn't like one of the weird Frontierland places in Disney World. No, it was King's Island because they changed this place into a Reds-themed restaurant. Okay, well, I was definitely there for this. So we went to Rivertown Junction, and it was like, Dad loved it because it was a buffet, and it was all you can eat, and it was every style of food you can imagine. Like, it, there was no theme to this restaurant. Yeah. The Rivertown Junction sounds like, come <laughs> on down and have some barbecue or something. No, it was <laughs> like, some egg rolls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> any kind of food you can imagine was on this buffet. And it all tasted the same. I don't know how, but it was like they took some sort of food clay and shaped it and colored it into different food items. But then when you tasted it, it was like, nope, just more food clay. It was like when you make food out of (laughs) Play-Doh. Yes. And it's all the same consistency and it all looks exactly the same, but it's different colors. Exactly. Just salt and soy, dyed and shaped. (laughs) And uh, and so we weren't enjoying our meal. And the, the kicker was when we walked up to the ice cream to get some soft serve. And I was very excited about this because I was like, yeah, everything else sucked, but you can't mess up ice cream. Exactly. And they had what appeared to be vanilla and what appeared to be strawberry. And chocolate. And chocolate. And as I went for the strawberry, I think for you, Riley, I think I was getting you a cone. Yeah. As I went for the strawberry, uh, the very nice, but also she appeared very broken lady standing there working <laughs> next to it said, that's, um, that's not strawberry. It's vanilla dyed pink. <laughs> <laughs> Why? And Sydney just put the cone down and went for the vanilla and walked away. <laughs> and and it was like, but Dad was still eating. Like the rest uh-huh. of us were like, please, can we stop? This is horrible. It's so gross. We're gonna go get on a roller coaster after this. And Dad's like, nope, we paid for it. <laughs> Dad has always been a, a a quality over quantity man when it comes to food. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's definitely true. Um, I want to talk more about some of the big theme parks we haven't covered the big ones you know the ones you get to go to on show choir trips right (laughs) uh but first let's check the group message so what do we got today uh we have an ad for quality food not rivertown junction no that's right (laughs) uh one of our sponsors this week is hello fresh which we've talked about before and are big fans of someone wanna you know tell tell us about it (laughs) 
Sure, I'll tell you about it. HelloFresh <laughs> is a meal kit delivery service. So basically, they are going to send you to your door a box full of all the ingredients you would need to make three different meals. Um, they're super easy to make with like easy to follow instructions with pictures and the food you're going to make is delicious. Uh, and it might be something like you've never tried before. You might not think of yourself as a home cook, but this is super easy to do. And after you do it, you're going to love it and you're going to want to keep cooking for yourself and your family and you can do it with your kids. It's a, it's a great thing. So uh, they make cooking fun, easy and super convenient because like I said, it's delivered right to your door. Um, the instructions are easy to follow. They're step by step. They take around 30 minutes, uh, whether you're a novice or a seasoned home cook who doesn't have a lot of time. And they're all for less than $10 a meal. That's crazy. And they're delivered to your doorstep in a special insulated box for free. So if our yeah. listeners want to check out this super great service, what should they do? Well... Uh, you should go to HelloFresh.com um, and uh, we have a special uh, offer for those of you listening um, you can take $30 off your first week of deliveries by going to that website and entering a promo code still buffering 30 uh, so that's HelloFresh.com and use the promo code still buffering 30 for $30 off your first week of deliveries so go check it out today HelloFresh you are Really going to enjoy it. Yeah. So, um, when I was a teenager and I was lucky uh, and in show choir, <laughs> uh, we got to go to the big, the big fancy places, not just, not just local Camden Park like you did with the Safety Patrol. Uh, you, we got to go to Disney World. Oh, man. The world of Disney. The world of Disney. Not just the land of Disney. The world of Disney. No, you know, I've never been to Disneyland. I haven't either. Which is in California. Uh, we have only ever gone to Disney World, which mm -hmm. of course is in Orlando, Florida. Which is considerably closer to us than yes. the land of um, Disney. Yes, and there was uh, a cheap, really cheap flight out of Huntington, there still is, that will take you, well, the way it is promoted is it will take you to Orlando a direct flight and as you can imagine there aren't a lot of direct flights out of Huntington to anywhere so yeah. you can fly directly out of Huntington to Orlando is what they tell you except that's not quite true you land in Sanford which is not in Orlando so to speak and kind if you think around it if you think you're gonna get like a shuttle <laughs> to your <laughs> hotel from there no no that's not true we figured that out the hard way on a family vacation mm -hmm. but let's talk about Disney World yeah the world, the world of Disney, the magic place where dreams come true. That, I don't know. What, now, I always thought, Taylor, you seem to me to be into amusement parks for the thrills, for the roller coasters, for the upside downs. Yeah, and I, I feel like I, am I the solo daughter in that, that opinion? Well, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm, I'm a mix. I feel like I'm mostly there. Um, for the thrills, for the roller coasters, because I'll pretty much ride anything except for the ones that bring you straight up and drop you down. I will not ride those ever. Mm -hmm. um, but another part of us, I'm just like there for the experience. <laughs> I'm there for the atmosphere. <laughs> I, I, you know, there are a couple roller coasters that I absolutely love. My first, my first love was Space Mountain at Disney World. Which I, is my favorite roller coaster at Disney World. I adore it. It This was back before I, I was willing to go on roller coasters that went upside down. So it didn't go upside down. And it was in the dark. And there were flashing lights. And it was space themed. And I thought it was very cool. Um, I have grown to also love, actually, at Kings Island, they have Flight of Fear. Which is my oh, favorite roller coaster at Kings Island. Yeah, yeah, which is similar concept to Space Mountain, except like much more intense. It goes yeah. upside down and all kinds of... I don't know. You're in the dark. I it's can't really dark, tell what you you're doing. Really <laughs> There's like space all around you. Yeah. And cool. maybe aliens. Kind of aliens. Yeah. I don't know. My main thing as I've gotten older, the, like my favorite part of Disney World is Epcot because you can go all over the world and try alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> That's so like, like I never think as a kid, like what's the appeal of Epcot? Like it's just like school park. Terrible. <laughs> I like the first time I went when I was over twenty one. It's like I could get drunk from Mexico to China to Germany. <laughs> this is amazing. Any food from all those places. That's exactly it. It's an it's totally for the adults because you go to Epcot and you're like, oh my gosh, they've got alcohol around the world, food around the world, 
And now, now there's a frozen themed ride in place of the Viking ship there. Oh, Viking ship was cool. But now it's frozen themed. So now I can go and take Charlie and she's going to love it. But also like I hate Epcot because I, there's nothing there for me. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, food. Well, okay. But like, what, I I remember my experience at Epcot being, uh, very short because if i remember correctly when we went we had hopper passes which means you can go between the parks probably Uh um and i just remember being there and it was like oh man i was already at like animal kingdom or wherever we just were i was like that was so fun i saw animals i read rides and now i'm here and everyone's just like sitting down and drinking (laughs) (laughs) and i just want to go ride more kid rides and we wanted you to learn something in that what is that place called something of progress the oh yeah that's that's the thing that's actually inside the big golf ball or whatever yeah right yeah (laughs) that that big thing Yeah. yeah The, right? Yeah, the history of progress, the ladder of progress, wheel of progress. What is that called? The golf ball of progress. The golf ball of progress. No, the thing inside it, it's a ride about the history of technology? I don't know. I think it's one Maybe. that Justin likes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm probably getting all my theme parks confused. Where was the really cool Jurassic Park ride? Universal. Oh, that was Universal. Okay. Universal. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I don't know if you all feel the same way I do. I recently, not recently, like four years ago went mm. to universal at disney and it was the first time i'd ever been to universal i think no did we all go to universal we've been before i don't remember it, i think it was the first time i've been to universal and was old enough to be on all of the rides um i like universal a lot more than disney because i'm there for the thrills but the magic of disney but also universal has harry potter world it has the Jurassic Park theme section that has all the really cool dinosaur rides. It has the superhero world that has like all the comic book stores and all of the different uh, rides that are superhero themed. I but, think when I was, when I was a teenager, that's probably true. Well, and I gotta I've gotta assume that Disney's gonna bring up that Star Wars cred real soon in their parks because I would think I would hope so because I would be all about well, that. Well, I mean, Tomorrowland could be totally redone that way right just make it star wars just make most just, things star wars just make it star wars land yeah. just make it star wars <laughs> and see that would be a theme park i will that would go be a theme park. alone as a 31 year old woman <laughs> i will buy a ticket that's okay there's no shade for that there are, oh. do you know how many do you know how many adults have gone alone to harry potter world there is no there's no shame anymore i would i would go alone to harry potter world just for the frozen butter beer because it is something i've tried to recreate many times at home that doesn't seem that hard to recreate because it's just like butterscotch flavored frozen root beer float kind mm-hmm. of with vanilla ice cream in it but no you can't make it the same justin can he can <laughs> he's made it for me yeah <sighs> it's so good it is very good it's very it's it's very sweet mm-hmm. but it's very good it's very good uh, we went, the only times I got to go with friends, because that was like the big deal trip. So those were usually family trips. You know, if mm-hmm. you're going to go all the way to Disney World, that's probably a family yeah, trip. Yeah, you got to get a hotel. And the, the only time I got to go with friends was like the show choir trip. And it was like, we performed there. So we stayed late in Universal Studios one evening after it had closed. And oh, I thought man. it was the most amazing thing I've ever done. Like, it's closed and I'm still here. There are no rides to go on. There is nothing to do, <laughs> but I'm inside this theme park and it is closed. And I thought I was master of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, my uh, choir trips I've been on have been limited to Kings Island. We've never been able to go all the way to mm-hmm. the Disney. But wouldn't that be magical? It's always hard too when you go as a teenager with your family, like it's it's fun and the i mean obviously the rides and stuff are fun but even like i remember being probably too old to get swept up by like hey there's mickey mouse but still like looking around like there's cinderella's castle there's mickey mouse and oh i mean like i still remember like and the and the light parade at the end like being your age but watching it and being kind of you know excited and entranced and then also thinking like i can't show that oh I have to be so uh about this, but I'm not. I'm really into it. I remember like trying to walk that line and then the worst would always happen. It would rain and mom would try to w- make us wear a poncho. And then you're like, I can't wear a poncho. I'm a teenager. And <laughs> he, I, Even if there was just a hurricane. <laughs> we did cave and wear ponchos after the hurricane. Yeah. 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 I'll never forget that story. 
that dad brings up every time we talk about Disney. We went we went to Disney one year. This was before you were born, Riley. Mm-hmm. It was after Hurricane Aaron. And Disney had been hit. Um, not completely devastated or anything. But definitely there had been some places closed down and stuff because of it. And we were staying in the Contemporary Hotel in the wing. Which is not actually physically connected to the main building. So like they called us and said like just so you know you can't get maid service you can't get room service we're not coming out there (laughs) there's a hurricane happening (laughs) you're trapped in this building there's some vending machines good luck (laughs) well and they like you know they do your wake-up call and they tell you anything that was like not working in the park uh but it was mickey mouse voice that did it and i was really young at the time and really excited about all things Disney. And so I really wanted to get the phone call from Mickey Mouse. There's <laughs> this phone call where Mickey Mouse is like, Good morning! Half the park is closed! <laughs> <laughs> it was totally it. We let Taylor answer because we knew how excited she'd be to talk to Mickey Mouse. You were all about Mickey and Minnie back I in the day. I love Mickey and Minnie. And, it, and it, you answered the phone, and we were just watching your face drop as it went on way longer than it was supposed to. Every ride just reeled <laughs> off like, in Mickey Mouse's Hello. voice. Ah, uh, today... This ride is going to be closed, and uh, you won't be able to access Mark Twain's blah, 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 whatever that adventure is. <laughs> Mark Tom Sawyer Island. And, uh, <laughs> but have a magical day. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a very good Mickey, Sydney. It was a good Mickey. Thanks. Well, Charlie <laughs> really likes Mickey. <laughs> There's like a, a metal metal sculpture of Mickey like right outside of our, our wing, and he'd like mm-hmm. been blown backwards he was still all there but he was just like like d- clinging for life to this like metal arc that he was built on <laughs> it, it was rough. wonder why i'm the way i am it was the lines were pretty short as you may imagine um <laughs> we were not the only family there because i'm sure there were lots of dads like ours who were like listen we paid for this we're going um and so we were out there and it was just on and off all day driving rain and we did cave and wear ponchos. I think you and I had matching ponchos, Tay. Mm-hmm. How adorable. Yeah. How cute. Yeah. And um, dad still recounts that he got on the, it was like, not bumper cars. It was like little race cars. Oh, yeah. Little, yeah. yeah. Little race cars. And we were each in our own. So I don't know why he had to ride this. He didn't have to. Well, he <laughs> he was to. alone. Come he on. Was he grown, had to. A grown man alone in his little car with his poncho on. <laughs> And the rain just just drilling him in the face as he drove around this little track thinking, why am I doing this? What am I doing? I'm not having fun. Are the kids having fun? What am I doing? You know, that's one aspect. Like, cause I feel like that's, there have been many times where we've encountered rain at theme parks and we just work through it. But man, roller coasters in the rain are really painful. They yeah. are. They can be brutal. It's like that, that one that goes forwards and backwards at Kings Island. And like, you want to ride that one backwards when it's a rainstorm because it's the only way. It's not going to just be like needles. Exactly. Right in your face. Uh, that story about dad reminds me of when we were at a carnival, which is kind of like, or it was a fair, mm-hmm. something like that, which is kind of like an amusement. It's like a mini, mini <laughs> sure. like a traveling scale or amusement a bell park. Here. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It falls somewhere on the, on the right side. Um, but I remember we rode the bumper cars, and I was very young. And <laughs> I was in there by myself because you all were adults, of course, and just watching me. <laughs> I got in <laughs> and got stuck in the corner <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> like, Riley spent the entire time just lodged in the corner, <laughs> frantically jerking the wheel back and forth. Occasionally getting and the guy in charge bumped. of the ride was just yelling at me, going, "Turn it this way, turn it this way, turn <laughs> oh, it God. this way." And I was like, "I'm trying. I'm just stuck in the corner, and I'm facing my parents, and they're just laughing at me." <laughs> Riley, that's that's an important life lesson. I did that once as well, and went, "Well, bumper cars aren't for me." <laughs> I've never ridden bumper cars since. No, nope, I refuse. Not for me. Mm. Can't do that. Can't mm-hmm. steer those things. Um. But I will say, with rain at amusement parks, I have experienced the same thing where I was with a friend of mine. I think this was when I just turned into a teen. I'd just mm-hmm. become a teen. Um, and I transformed overnight. And I was with a teen friend, mm-hmm. and we were with mom and dad at Disney. And it rained halfway through one of the days for a very brief period of time. And we were like, well, we haven't eaten. We can, like, sit and we can get some lunch and we can, like, take a break from rides until it stops raining. And, of course, dad being dad was like, no. 
the lines are gonna be short <laughs> we have to go find a ride we can ride so we waited in line to ride oh, i forget what ride it was i think it was splash mountain because you're already gonna get wet and then uh-huh. most of it's inside and we rode it and it was kind of painful but we did it because we didn't want to have to wait through the long line to get on the splash mountain well that was always how dad went at amusement parks was we're here to have fun and standing in line isn't fun Mm -hmm. so the only way to maximize fun time is if we run (laughs) from ride to ride so that we get there as quickly as possible because the line time is going to be what the line time is so the only way to the only thing you can shorten is the distance is like walking the distance between rides so we would be literally running from ride to ride the whole every time i remember dad taking us anywhere wait he'll he'd also try to engineer it like start at the back of the park because everyone else is going to start at the front of the park mm-hmm. yeah so that you know you're going to somehow beat the lines a little bit that way I, I don't think i don't think i've gone with dad since the fast pass thing has happened the disney fast pass mm-hmm. thing i don't i don't remember us maybe we did but i don't remember it but i can see him getting really into like getting fast passes it for different rides and then trying to like orchestrate like we go here and then exactly at this time and then we'll have exactly this many minutes to run here i could see him getting really into something complicated like that he did because when we went a few <laughs> years ago they now have those magic bands you get every time you go to disney and they're bands that like you scan to go on all the rides and you scan to like pay for food and stuff so i guess the point of it is you load it with like your card so you don't have to carry money around with you at disney right Which, and like, you get people to spend more idea. Yeah, yeah and you get people to spend more um <laughs> but <laughs> you can load a certain number of fast passes onto them for each day at the parks and the way fast passes work at disney has always been weird to me because they're scheduled for a certain time and they only work for a certain time it's mm-hmm. not like a fast pass anywhere else which is like you have general fast pass for all the rides and you get to go to the front of the line so we picked out like the three you only get three a day i think the three favorite rides that we wanted to go on but mom and dad weren't as much about riding the rides and dad was willing to sacrifice to save time and to uh, be more efficient in our riding of the rides at the park so my friend and i had our magic bands and we loaded on three fast passes and then mom and dad had theirs and loaded on three different fast passes so we just switched off magic bands halfway through the day and dad was like all right we'll take your alls and you all take ours and now you can go use our three fast passes oh, and we lined nice. them up just so it was we go to this one and we have 15 minutes to walk across the park and get to this one just in time and oh look we have time to ride this one ride in between which is right there placed in between <laughs> these two rides well that was very clever yeah <laughs> um, yeah uh, i win uh, as a weird artifact something i own um is a Fast pass for a Winnie the Pooh ride in, <laughs> in, uh, Dis- in Tokyo Disney. Um, <laughs> Tokyo Disney. <laughs> the last time I went to Japan, I went to the Disney World in uh, Tokyo. And it was towards the end of the night. And I don't know why the Winnie the Pooh ride had had the longest line all day. Like, yeah. every other thing in the, in the park. But then that Winnie the Pooh ride, it just had a solid line all day. Um, and then I, so I was weird. like, yeah, walking towards the train and, and some, uh, some girl approached me and she had a couple passes and she's like, I have to leave. Do you want these? And I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And I thought about it, but it's just like the line was so long that I was like, I don't, I don't, I need to catch a train. So I was like, I just kind of want to keep these because this is just weird. I'd rather not know <laughs> just <have laughs> these fast passes. What, how amazing. Yeah. You would go inside. It was the most amazing ride. We'll know. never know. No. We'll never know. But um, uh, side note, there is a Gadget the Mouse themed roller coaster <gasps> in Tokyo Disney. So if you're looking for a reason to go to Japan, you haven't found one yet. I don't know why you haven't, but there you go. I'm so jealous of that. I know. Oh, I want to go on that ride. It's very cool. I don't oh. know what that is. From Rescue Rangers. This is the best Rescue Ranger. I've heard Charlie sing that before. Yeah, we showed Charlie Rescue Rangers. She likes Gadget. Oh, good. Um, yeah, she's all about Gadget. The one thing I think that has probably improved with technology over time um, is what to do in line while you wait at rides, which I've noticed more so at bigger places like Disney and Universal. But I don't know if this was the way when you all were on big in like Disney rides and stuff when you were younger, but they've incorporated like things to do while you wait, which I think is very nice. Like what? Like uh, there's a new Snow White ride at Disney. Um, and it, the line, I think when I was there a few years ago, it just opened. So the lines were always very long. We went at the end of the night one night. We we're like, well, let's we'll wait through the line for our last line. We really have time to wait for anything else. And they had little like 
long iPads almost set up in the middle of like the curves of the lines and it was a Snow White themed ride and you could like sort jewels like that they were mining huh. into different places on the little iPads or um, at Universal at Harry Potter World in the big Harry Potter ride where you go through all of Hogwarts in the castle. They have like the talking pictures on the wall that talk to you and they have like you can walk through Dumbledore's office and all those That's awesome. things. Yeah. No, I don't remember. I mean, there were some select rides like at Disney and stuff that would have like TV screens. Yeah. It would be <laughs> to, like theme to the ride. Yeah. But yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. It was largely just waiting and trying to say cool things to your friends. My favorite you thing know. about being a teen at Disney uh, has been looking up little tidbits about Disney on Pinterest. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know if you all knew <laughs> this or not, but they have a vanilla scent being pushed out into main street of disney all the time so it always smells like vanilla and in all the separate parts of the park they have themed scents i didn't know that, that. Are really made, so it doesn't smell like anything like in some places like where there's food they make it smell like food that's wild. more so than it does I c- just so it, you're fully immersed i could totally I believe that, that. Mm-hmm. That Main Street just makes you want to buy candy. Like, it mm-hmm. smells like just the most beautiful confections. Yeah. Like, this hidden secret Disney tunnels where all the actors walk underneath the park so that you never see, like, Mickey Mouse in an area where Mickey Mouse isn't supposed to be. Is there really the hidden club in Pirates of the Caribbean for is. super rich people? Yeah, it's like a like a 30-year-long waiting list. And it's, where the, it's the only place in the park you can get alcohol. Mm. Wow. Someday. Someday. <laughs> Get on that list now and hope in 30 years yeah. you can afford it. Yeah. Everybody's got to have a goal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> now Mine's you know to be mine. the, well, like the 21 Club or something like that. Or I, the, that's what I thought it was something called. Like something that. like that. I don't yeah. know. But yeah. Well, do, do teens still go by themselves to amusement parks for like cool things to do in the summer? I mean, I would like to, but I also don't know. I mean, you think about it. You got to depend on a teen to drive your teen or Mm -hmm. your teen to drive themselves up you know if we're talking like king's island like three hours um which isn't always the easiest and also driving back late at night because you're gonna stay all day then you're driving back late at night and also i don't know if by uh, our parents really i know about other parents would think it's as safe for teens to be Hmm. by themselves at amusement park nowadays i wonder if that's a shift because it like wasn't a thing i mean everybody did it we i didn't do it a ton but i went with my friends and um like guys that i dated periodically yeah and and went to we'd always go and it was always like i don't know it was it was a very cool somewhat romantic i remember part of my teenage years Mm -hmm. like going and riding on all the rides and stuff and then it would be getting late and you'd try to time it so you're on like something like a ferris wheel or something you know and it, i always thought it was very romantic and then you'd fall asleep in the car on the, the way infamous home ferris wheel of king's island <laughs> no but you know what i mean like it was it was a it was a cool romantic fun you would take your fanny pack and your disposable camera and of take much pictures and <laughs> i think i think especially me going into my senior year of high school i'd definitely like be able to with uh, a select mm-hmm. group of teens but i don't know if it's as easy for all teens now this day and age there is a picture of riley at an amusement park that i did not take and to this day i've regretted it um because it, it happened so fast i didn't get to when riley was really little we took justin and i took her once to king's island and do you remember this no i don't know what you're talking about you got smurf ice cream at my insistence because (laughs) they have blue ice cream there at smurf ice cream and i had remembered it being the best thing in the world i think it's just vanilla dyed blue (laughs) i think it is (laughs) but i'd i don't know i i don't think it's blueberry no but i feel like it's a flavor it might be a blue raspberry blue raspberry like cotton candy or something something. it's faint whatever it is it's not like an overwhelming flavor but anyway i i insisted riley get some because in my kid memory it was the best thing on earth and Riley got some, and it was insanely hot that day. It was so it hot. It was like 90 degrees. And so we get it, and she sits down on this bench, and she's trying to eat it faster than it can melt. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, pouring. And so she's sitting there, like, legs spread open so that it drips down on the ground between her legs, like, hunched over as she's trying to, like, <laughs> devour this ice cream cone. <laughs> just, just blue everywhere. blue just around my feet. puddle of blue between her feet. Her face is blue. Her <laughs> hands are blue. But, man, she is determined she's going to get this ice cream cone in. It was the cutest thing, and it just, it all happened so fast. I remember afterwards going, why did I not have a picture of this? <laughs> 
I still have this m- mental picture, though, of you as a little kid sitting there just covered in blue ice cream. That's the dad in me. You got to get the finish the food. Even. Get it in before it melts. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I hope um, everybody gets to go enjoy amusement parks this summer. Yeah, it's a now I want to go do. back to Universal and get my butter beer. Uh-huh. I know I got to go to the new Harry Potter World. I haven't been since they've you know done new things. They added a train ride. It's been a long time. The Hogwarts Express. And Tay, we got to go to Tokyo Disney so yeah. we can clearly check out that gadget ride. Yeah, and apparently Winnie the Pooh, which is the greatest ride in history. I'll never <laughs> know, but maybe someday. Let's but just think, decide it is now. Yeah. It's the greatest ride that's ever been created by human hands. I think they got rid of it at the at the American Disney, so we got to go to the one at Tokyo. Oh, Disney. really? Oh, weird. Well, thank you, sisters. You're welcome. As always, this has been fun. Hey, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. It's fun for me too. Uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, you can uh, tweet at us at stillbuff. You can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org. If you have any thoughts or comments or suggestions for show topics, you can join our Facebook group, Still Buffering, on Facebook. It's a large and active group. I'd encourage you to join. And uh, check out maximumfun.org for a lot of our other wonderful podcasts. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I, I was, was two. And happy Pride! Oh, yeah, happy Pride! Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And we're the host of Rose Buddies. It's a podcast about the Bachelor family of products. We watch The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise. Yes, it is garbage television, but we're the king and queen of this garbage pile. We're the raccoons in charge around here. So join us on Tuesdays. Because the TV show's on Mondays. And basically we'll recap what we saw and we'll just sort of scoop the garbage around us and make a little fort out of it. No viewing required. But it's it's a good TV show. What are you doing? <laughs> MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.